From Radio Cayman's Newsroom, I'm Shana Gallego with your latest news. After concerns circulating in the community regarding the health of the deputy governor, government issued a statement confirming Honorable Franz Manderson, quote, successfully underwent an emergency medical procedure this morning and is recuperating. The statement goes on to say, quote, we are grateful for the public's outpouring of support and cooperation in allowing his family some privacy at this time. Nine migrants arrived on the south side of Cayman Brack that, according to the Cayman Islands Customs and Border Control Service, CBC, in two separate vessels at around 4.30 p.m. on Tuesday. CBC says they will be processed in accordance with CBC-established protocols. This week, as the Judicial Committee of the Privy Council sits in Cayman for the very first time, President of the JCPC takes the opportunity to discuss the importance of Cayman to the JCPC and vice versa. This report now from Radio Cayman's April Cummings. During the opening ceremony, Lord Reed of Alamere makes the case. Some of the most important cases for the development of a common law around the world in countries such as Australia, Canada, Hong Kong, New Zealand, and Singapore, as well as the UK, are decided by the Privy Council on appeal from the Cayman Islands. The panel of justices serve as the final court of appeal for the Cayman Islands, a role which the JCPC does not take lightly. Even when we are sitting in London, we hear these appeals as a Cayman Islands court applying the law of the islands and sitting under the Cayman Islands flag. We don't normally sit underneath this coat of arms, but we always have the Cayman flag behind us. Judgments that we issue in cases from these islands are cited by lawyers and courts around the world, demonstrating the quality of justice available in these islands and supporting the excellent work done by the judiciary in the islands themselves. Lord Reed says this is particularly important to the prosperity of the islands because confidence in the legal system is an important factor in supporting international investment and the financial services industry. April Cummings, Radio Cayman News. Feedback continues to be welcomed by the Ministry of Innovation, Investment and Social Development on the newly gazetted Cayman Islands Identification Card and Identification Register Bills. The ministry's acting chief, Charles Brown, tells CIGTV an essential part is to provide their identity with the government uniquely, either in person or digital, therefore giving persons back their identity in a format they can see and access online. This will benefit government tremendously in creating a joined up approach to provision of services so that persons don't have to run a piece of paper from one department to another department and therefore can start to query those those pieces online and have a whole application be done in a matter of minutes rather than a matter of hours. E-Government Director Ian Tibbetts shares how the legislation will help address other personal identity issues for the Cayman Islands residents while also creating the foundation for a digital identity. In the process of preparing the bills, the Ministry conducted a significant number of focus groups, including three in Cayman Brack. A key issue identified is what we refer to as the identity gap. This is most prevalent in older persons, the less fortunate, and young persons. This is where persons don't have a government-issued photo ID. To give an idea of the potential size of this issue, the stats 
from the census show that Caymanians under the age of 19 and over 70 make up a third of the population of Caymanians. Mr. Tibbetts says those struggling with this identity gap issue often have great difficulty accessing government services or obtaining private sector services, such as receiving money transfers or opening bank accounts. Taking proctored exams for some of our teenagers, such as SATs, becomes a challenge. And even traveling between our own three islands. At first we think, but we have passports, driver's licenses, voter IDs, True, but some are not eligible for the driver's license or the voter ID because of age, and all except the voter ID have a cost element. Comments on the two bills should be submitted by December 4th, 2022. Comments can be submitted securely via the ministry's website, that is www.imagine.egov.ky. Responses will be treated confidentially but may be published on an anonymous basis without identifying personal information. Responses may also be shared internally in the ministry and with other relevant government entities for purposes of policy development. Caribbean Utilities Company Limited, CUC, announces the closing of U.S. $80 million, 5.88% senior unsecured notes due November 15th, 2052. We get more on this now from Radio Cayman's Dion Anglin. CUC officials confirmed on Tuesday the debt offering was privately placed with institutional investors in the United States, with RBC Capital Markets acting as sole placement agents. Proceeds from the offering will be used to repay short-term indebtedness and to finance ongoing additions and upgrades to CUC's generation and transmission and distribution systems. President and Chief Executive Officer Mr. Richard Hugh says they're pleased to secure this long-term financing on favorable terms a reflection of the continued sustainability and strong credit ratings of the company and the jurisdiction as a whole. Significant and ongoing capital investments are necessary for electric utilities to meet anticipated growth and customer needs. CUC remains committed to providing a safe, efficient and reliable electricity service to Grand Cayman as it has for over 56 years. According to CUC officials, the notes will not be registered under the United States Securities Act of 1933, the Securities Act, as amended, nor will they be registered under any state securities laws. Unless so registered, the notes may not be offered or sold except pursuant to an exemption form or in a transaction not subject to the registration requirements of the Securities Act and applicable state securities laws. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Dion Anglin. In other local news, the Ministry of Education, MOE, is inviting all eligible Caymanians to submit applications for Education Council Overseas Scholarships for the 2023-2024 academic year. Successful applicants will be able to access funding from September 2023 onwards. Manager of the MOE's Scholarship Secretariat Unit, Dr. Shari Smith. These scholarships provide an excellent opportunity for students who would not have been otherwise able to afford to pursue further education from accredited overseas institutions. The Overseas Scholarship for Undergraduate Students awards a maximum of 30,000 CI dollars per annum for up to four years to each successful applicant. Applicants interested in overseas postgraduate studies, such as master's and doctoral degrees, can access a maximum of 35,000 CI dollars per annum. The application period closes at 11.59 p.m. on Tuesday, January 31st, 
2023. To verify your eligibility or to apply for an Education Council Overseas Scholarship, check out the Scholarship Secretariat Unit's online application portal at www.moescholarships.gov.ky. And we'll leave you with this one. On Saturday, November 19th, the Family Resource Center, FRC, will be joining countries around the world to mark the 11th annual International Men's Day, IMD, celebrations in the Cayman Islands. International Men's Day, IMD, commemorates the positive contributions men make to the world, their families and communities, while highlighting men's and boys' well-being. As part of the IMD initiative, the FRC will be joining the global dialogue about manhood, masculinity and the social issues that men and boys face. This year's theme, Men Leading by Example, encourages men to teach boys in their lives the value, character and responsibilities of being a man. That is your latest local news. From Radio K-Man's Newsroom, I'm Shanna Gallego.